Yo, 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 Icon Nation. What it is, man? It's your boy, Yerdy G. It's your boy, Nick. What's up, Icon Nation? Jay and Tally, what's up? And this is another episode of the Toxic Icon Podcast. But we have a special guest with us tonight. Who we got, y'all? We have Jen of Pretty Sinister Effects in the house. Thank you for having me. I'm honored. Thank you for doing this with us. Like, we... Trust me, we we talked about it for a while, and it was like we, we have gotta, to have yeah, Jen. we got to get Jen on, we got to get Jen on. So, well, I'm happy to do this with you guys. This is awesome. So, I guess the first thing we need to do, because everybody's been asking, yes, this, is we need to announce the winner of this giveaway. And Yuri, you want to tell them exactly what the giveaway is again, so that they know. Yes. So the giveaway is an HHN giveaway. So first off, you get. Admission on us to any night that you choose of HHN, whether it's LA or Orlando. Also, you get a pre-selected shirt by us of a, it's an exclusive HHN merch piece. So it might be Stranger Things, it might be The Last of Us, it might be Chucky. Never know. So with that being said, we got these names and we have them and we're using the hat or we're using the box. We are using Spider-Man. Spider-Man. We're using the Spider-Man box. And the plan is, is that so that is fair. So y'all don't come for us and think we picking sides. Right. You know? we, we didn't cheat. We're All the names in here. Here we go. We're going to shake them up. The first name that gets picked, you get to attend Halloween Horror Nights on behalf of the Toxic Icon Podcast. Come on. Jen, I'll let you do the honors. Oh, me? Okay. All right. You see, she's not looking either. Here we go. She's not looking. It's fair. Oh, who's it going to be? We got? All right. We got Samantha Wellman. Ooh. Yo! <laughs> okay, Congrats, Sam. Sam. You have won Yay. one general admission ticket to Halloween Horror Nights. All expense paid on Nick. Not all of you, but regardless of if you want Orlando or Hollywood, we will get with you at a later date. We'll figure all of it out. Congratulations. Exactly. Congrats. the giveaway. Enjoy Halloween Horror Nights. And just to make it fair to us, you cannot choose the money. If you cannot attend Horror Nights, give you'll get some, the shirt. Or you will get the shirt. You could give it to someone else. We could. Nah, 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 nah. 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 It's, all, it's all fair. Yeah, because then it's going to seem rigged. But we will get yeah, in yeah. contact with you. We'll get it all figured out, and we'll do that this week so that you have enough time to plan the rest of your trip to the event. Yes, and just to be clear, we are paying for one person's admission only and the shirt of your size. There it is. Congrats. Congratulations. So with that being said, we got pretty sinister in the building. Hello. Please Jen, tell us about it. No, tell us how you got into haunting. How did oh, this start? Because um, everybody has a story. You want to know your story. I mean, I really don't have that like heartfelt meant to be, or maybe it was. It was very spontaneous. Um, I was 20 years old. I had just gotten out of really rocky relationship. I had no confidence. Um, I had just moved to House Springs, which is close proximity to Creepy World, and I heard an ad on the radio, and I had no business being there. I showed up after work <laughs> from a law firm with heels on, stumbling on the paved ground and the gravel and looking ridiculous. Um, we all stood in a circle, and they said, be scary. And I didn't know how to be scary. I mean, I didn't grow up on horror movies at all. It was Jim Carrey and Robin Williams. Like, I didn't have so any, like, no inspiration, right, no right. nothing, nothing. I just showed up. I don't know what pulled me there. I don't know what made me think, yeah, I want to do. No, I, I don't know. But uh, I never left. And it became my life very quickly, very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my story. Um, when it came to my turn to be scary, I just screamed. Um, and I guess, I guess that worked. Um, cause yeah, 15 years later, I have a lot, um, a lot of my life has so much to do or where I am now with showing up that day, which is crazy, actually. 
because everybody has one start. And then when you get there, you never know how it's going to go from there. Like some people come, they audition for five minutes and they decide that it's not for them. Some people come audition for that five minutes and like for all of us, they're there a decade or two later. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it, it varies depending on the person. I think that's pretty cool. So I'm guessing that's how you and Mike met. Yes, that's how I met my husband. He was the man. You knew we were going to ask about that. Yeah, we we had to ask. Yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe he was pulling me there. I don't know. I mean, we were friends for several years before we um, were a couple. But, yeah, he was the manager at Creepy World for a few years, and and that's how we met. And then he went to run Lemp and took all of my friends with him. So I followed him. And went to Lint for a couple of years, which I personally, that was one of my favorites, working at a real haunted house. That, that's what I meant, Mike. What was that experience? What was, what was that like down there? What was the difference between Limp and Creepy World? I mean, I, I loved Creepy World. I was put in a little scare box and really like a lot of people hate on scare boxes like they're easy, but it's, it's a, a guaranteed scare. It's a good scare. And me not having any experience, like I'm so thankful I was put in my little scare box and I got to drop the window. And then I had my little door that I would throw open and chase people down the hallway of the trailer haunt. You know, that was, that was my home. I, I loved it there. Um, and I probably wouldn't have left if I didn't need to follow my friends that I had made because the second you get to a haunted house, you've just made. 30 or so friends. Oh, yeah. Like you've just, you just suddenly like have a whole new it's, it's hard family. to bounce out and go try something different because yeah. you, you want to bring everybody with you, but you know, you can't bring everybody with you. And so it's hard, especially if, if it's got that family aspect, like most haunted houses do have, that's, yeah. that's definitely hard. That's definitely hard. Yep. I'm going to limp this year. Lemp is cool. Lemp is, yeah, Lemp really feels haunted. It, it's, it's a whole unique experience there. I love doing makeup there too. Like being the makeup artist at Lemp, that's when I branched out and harassed Mike for an entire summer, like doing makeup on a, you know, yeah, a mannequin out. head and sending him photos via text. Like, I want to be your makeup artist. So with no. that being said, like you're, you bring up makeup, you work a creepy world. You work at Limp. I'm not exactly sure how it goes, but from the conversations we've had, where does Raven's Curse come into play? Well, um, my husband started my Killian. He started working for Pale Night Productions. Right. And it was about three years later that they built and opened Raven's Curse in Centralia, Illinois. So, of course, I went there to, you know, run it with him and, and do the makeup, which was truly truly amazing it was in the middle of nowhere it was in a warehouse that used to make um band uniforms <laughs> and we legitimately lived there for five years during the season which is very unique like you just you don't hear about that but it was so far from fluorescent right. that uh friday we'd pack up the dogs and pack up our lives and just live there for, for the, the weekend, weekend. yeah did you all draw some pretty big crowds there? Did you have some pretty? Busy I would nights? say I would say big for the area. We the area. we we really were in the middle of nowhere, um, and I feel like that was our demise. Is is as much as people knew about it and how amazing the show was. I mean, Kit Polly and my husband Mike Killian, like they they are amazing builders and creators, and they made such a unique attraction. Um, yeah, people just didn't want to drive that far. I don't think. So, so the real estate is what pretty much ended things. Yeah, I mean, it was such a good spot though, and and the rent was, was good, and the building was good, and the vibe was good, and it was in such a good spot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we as the people that lived there loved it. We had a little coffee shop we would frequent that you know sponsored us. There was a restaurant across the street that we would go after the haunt closed and had like the most amazing grilled cheese. So like, we were at home. I would have been there all the time when we got done. It was I great. No doubt. The whole Real thing cheese. was great. <laughs> and I mean, there was a shower there. There were rooms in front of the, like in the entrance of the building. Yeah. So like I, we were living in a pop-up the first two years. But then when we cleared out those rooms, we legit, like we had Kip and Ashley and their cat and then their daughter. 
we had our daughter and her boyfriend and her two cats. We had the whole family just moved in and made it happen. Yeah, the owner's um, parents had a trailer outside. Um, they ran the so ticket cool, booth and man. tore the tickets. So we like I gained an immediate family from right from so, living there. Is that how you met Kip out there, uh, Ravenscurs, or did you know them before then? Kip used to work at the Darkness. Yes, for he years. did. Uh, Kip was years. at Darkness yeah. for a while. Um, and then you know Kip ran Pale Night and, and Mike went to work for Pale Night for eight years. I mean, now obviously we're back at um, Blacklight Attractions. I always forget the That's crazy. Name. Kip showed up when I was 17. So it's been a while, yeah. Yeah. Well, what's crazy about that is that you bring up Pale Night. You have your own business within the haunt industry. Yeah, just small. Tell, tell us a small. little bit about that and how uh, that started. Big. Um, well, like I said, I started doing my own makeup and it was kind of, I, I don't want to say out of necessity, but it kind of was. The makeup artist at Creepy World, John Ives, you guys know him? Yeah, yes, I love Johnny. He's Shout a out to great, John. Yeah, he's a great makeup artist. The problem was I was showing up right before we opened. So he was kind enough to do my makeup when he probably shouldn't have. He probably should have given me a mask and sent me on my way. But he did my makeup and, you know, it, it left me wanting more. Like I wanted better makeup, you know, right. I wanted to get there on time. So um, I wanted to do my own and another actor, Joe Ulosis, do you remember him? I do remember Joe. I remember Joe. He taught me like the bruise wheel basics, you know, like how to apply latex, you know, where to put the blood, things like that. So that, at that point I was teaching myself. So when we moved to Lamp and I just decided I was going to be the makeup artist. I was teaching myself. And back then, there weren't a whole lot of tutorials on YouTube. I was tutorials just kind of, all over the place. No, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I was like, I was building on people's faces with mortician's wax. Like heavy, heavy wax and like materials that don't go on faces. Like <laughs> fake nails to make teeth. And like, I was being real inventive. You're right, right. So then I learned to sculpt and I started making my own prosthetics. And that's kind of where I started my business um, because people were buying them. Like I would go to Transworld and people really liked because it wasn't just that I had prosthetics. A lot of makeup artists and a lot of artists make prosthetics, but mine had like a different style, I guess. And yeah. they were well made. Like I, I pride myself on the thin edges, you know. Um, and then do you guys remember that show Face Off? Yes. Yeah, I remember yeah. So of course that was a huge inspiration and what I don't know I don't know if I want to say bugged me, but yeah, they would do this full body makeup, you know, the chest, the arms, the hair, everything, and then they would stick those nail tips on their hands. And I'm like, why even do the nails? Like you're not doing anything. Right. So I just I saw a need. A tiny little need, and I was like, I would really like to elevate a character with claws. And that's one of my favorite things about my companies is that I make really, really weird claws for characters. But I think that's cool because you saw a need for that because you saw that there was attention to detail everywhere else. But when you get down to the fingertips, there's nothing. Mm -hmm. If you guys have not seen her booth at Transworld, MHC, Fear Expo, yeah. what any of the conventions, you need to go check it out. She's got cool claws. I think my favorite thing was the pig hat. That you made me that unfortunately it just wouldn't, you know, wouldn't fit. We got to figure out, figure some things out, you know, but I thought that was real cool. And I appreciate you for making that for me to wear that at the haunted house because we all work at the darkness haunted house together. Yes. Yeah. And, Shout uh, out to the darkness. The yeah. toothbrush with the actual teeth on it. Oh, I love that. I love making That's that. That's the one. Like that. You haven't seen that? I saw, I'll bring that, it. That was yeah, really cool. man. So I literally sculpted like the handle and then I sculpted little teeth where the bristles go. It's lovely. And then I have different colors. I have glow in the dark ones, but the bloody one is that's my best seller. Yeah. I mm -hmm. love that. No, that, that one, I think, uh, Hughie has one of those and uses it. Shout out, Charlie. Shout, yeah, out shout out to out Charles Hughie. I'm sure he's watching right now. Shout out to He came from sure. Ravens too. He was a Raven. He did. Yeah. Cool. So Jen, like what's, What's your opinion on, maybe not opinion, but how do you manage being an actor manager, but also keeping the passion for the hunt mm. the same? Do you have to separate those or can you do that together? Like how does, 
How does that work? Well, keeping the passion, I mean, the actors inspire me. Like, I love when an actor gets into their scene and really finds their calling, their character, and they can tell me what they want out of their character. And I can help, you know, distress a good costume, pick out some claws, pick out some prosthetics, make them a hat, make them a staff. Like, I love that, you know, working together and, you know collaborating yeah so so the actors inspire me as the manager like you know you guys know i still get in costume and i probably shouldn't i can't help it Uh, you should no it it makes it more fun i love i love tell you like if i just feel like actor managers as a whole across the haunted house community if you hop in with your actors that inspires them to keep going yeah it inspires them and it's a new level of respect it it really does like versus just a body in the office that's telling you what to do right and And it shows them to that that they're you know they have your back exactly right and it's like like, you might run it but you act as well you know what i'm saying like even that picture of all of us outside that's a, that's an iconic yeah, picture, that's a great like, picture. And, that, and that's not no pun intended because of the name of the podcast yeah, like i love that picture because you hopped out there with us like we were it's probably what a thousand people out there yeah. that mm-hmm. night it wasn't easy I, it, I told you guys i'm shy no and, uh, yeah you so and, what's your opinion on the queue line then I know you guys saw me the first year I was out there. You'd see me in my full character. You'd be like, hey, Jen, over here. And I'm like, I'm about to head in. <laughs> I'd be out there for <laughs> two the minutes because it's so different. Like you're in the haunt. You can hide behind things. You can scare and reset. You've got the, you've got no light, like the, the lighting. It's, yeah. it's dark in there. I have so much to hide behind and, and reset and, out in the queue, you're under a spotlight, and everybody sees you have nowhere to hide. I have nowhere to reset. It's terrifying. Yes. And I thought I would never get into it. But um, I guess the switch flipped last year because I loved it, and I don't really know what changed other than just... You just have to go out there. You just have to go out much. there, yeah. and you just have to be your character, and... Everyone just ate it up. Like they just want to do TikToks of yep. you and take yep. photos and engage with you. You got to have those little quips, you know, like, yeah. um, you, you got, you have to be ready to engage, which I didn't used to be good at, but it's Uno, so fun. But it's, yeah, I mean, it's so fun. Like yeah. this one guy, he, he said that, you know, the way I walk with my giant pumpkin staff, he said, I walk like I have a stick, you know, up my butt. And I said, well, it sounds like you know from experience. Ah, <laughs> and I was so, like, proud of myself for, like, just because I'm not always, like, quick with the responses. But that made him, like, giddy. No, that it probably I, made his night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, okay, she got a yeah. little sass to him. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's People, so fun out there. I commend you guys for having no, the confidence. Thank you. thank you. Every single night and just being so amazing every single night and, you know, on your mark. Because it's not like it's not easy. It's yeah. not, no. There's a night where we it's, all aren't there, but there are those nights where we all are out there and we all are firing off all cylinders. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeding off Yerdy. He's feeding off me. Then we see Jalen doing something wild down the, on the other end of the line. Now we, we feeding off Wilson. that. Wilson. Shout out to Wilson. Wilson. Oh, well. Like everybody has the different things they could do. Like Jalen can hop over the stanchions out there. I can't hop over the stanchions out there. I can't do it. Like y'all be chasing somebody, and I will go walk all the way around to make sure <laughs> yeah, I'm I'll see you on the other yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. You just go. You don't hop over. But <laughs> yeah, like, all right, so I'm I'm always, yeah, man. I'm not. I'm like, yeah. all right, y'all can. Y'all I'll see y'all in five minutes. minutes. Yeah. Or like one night, I really, I really embarrassed myself outside last year. One night, I didn't fill up the chainsaw, and it was like, you know, when I went out there, and I was out there trying to start it, like. I'm giving my body more of a workout than the crowd is getting a show for me. And then eventually I got it to start and it started up for like maybe half a second and then it died. And the whole crowd was laughing at me. Cameras, you know, everybody laughing at me. And this one dude in the crowd looked at me and he was like, Hey, got no gas. You need some gas. (laughs) I was like, I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to go sit in the back for a while and rethink my decision. They were still entertained. Oh, yeah. No, they were. So you still did the job. You got to laugh. And what's crazy is that that clip of me running out of gas was all over TikTok that night. There's a clip. Oh, God. 
Yeah. It was everywhere. I don't know where the clip is now, but I was like, I don't even want to save this clip, man, because I like the clips where I look good out yeah. there. Yeah. Not, not this yeah. one, but people laughed. People enjoyed it. And that's the big part. You got to entertain people. Yeah. So that's that's it. Because of what I did do, I went back. I got some water, and then I ended up filling it up with gas, and then I came around the backside. I came out and dropped the entire line by myself. Like I know Patty was yelling at me because I, it went up toward the street, cars coming. Like I was like, yeah, I had to, I had to come back and get my revenge. Had to get him. I had to get my revenge. Got you now. So that's, I mean, you just got entertained. It's the biggest Man, thing. Sometimes it's worth it to get yelled at, though. It is. I feel like if you got yelled at, you did your job. Not yeah. good, but you did do your job. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? saying? If you got yelled you did at. Right. Shout out to Mike once again. I know you enjoy picking up the gates when we knock them over. Else. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Caleb for yelling when we knock over the gates. We, we can't help it. Yeah. We can't help it. It's going to happen. Jalen, what's your favorite part about working outside? Chasing people. Exactly. I mean, just or hopping over the barricades and uh, also if they just want to talk shit, talk shit to them too. So, yeah. Yeah. I think my favorite is just, I mean, more so than like getting in TikToks, taking pictures and doing things like that. Um, when little kids come up to you and want a picture with you instead of scaring them, That's here, yeah. they might already be terrified of yeah. you. So, and I learned this from Charlie, but he'll take his glove off and just show them his regular hand. Yeah. You show them that they, they just lock in and they'll come back around and give you a high five. If they made it through the haunted house. Their parents might have not had a great time in there. They exactly. come out crying, but the kid was, this kid's night is made. And that's yeah. one of my I favorite. Love that. I was, really love I that. I had that last year. It was a girl. She didn't want to go through. And uh, her mom was like, I'll go through with you. So now I've walked them through the entire haunt. Uh, and then she loved it. She was like, oh instantly God. she loved it. And then the mom even gave me 20 afterwards after that. Hey, <laughs> we you you came up. You came up. And, and I said, Dollar I'm sign, like, Jalen yeah, Talley. Don't like, cash out. Right. <laughs> you cash at me. <laughs> like, because she was like, just proud, you know, I'm just happy that, you know, I did that. And then I made her night too. So. Right. Yeah. Jen, is your, well, you already were about to say something. I'm trying to cut you off. My bad. Well, I'm, you good? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. All right. Your pumpkin character. Yeah. I feel like, and, and we've, we've all worked together for a minute now, so we've seen a lot of your characters, but I feel like that's the one that you enjoy the most. Is that, is that true? Am I, am I a little off? Like where, where are you with, do you have a name for that character? I, I don't have a name. The, the promo photo you guys chose, Dollface, mm -hmm. a, a customer named me. That one was purely accidental. I started it years ago and then finished it, and it kind of came together with the hair that I created. That's my favorite character because it's just it just looks so good. I don't really I don't really need too much. I don't need to sell it much. No, but nice with the pumpkin cute. character, I do have to do a lot because she's kind of cute. She's not very spooky. Okay. Yeah. I she I I don't know about what you guys think, but she's yeah she's not very spooky. Like I've got the long nails, but I and you know I've got the crazy staff that I tried to make creepy, but the pigtails and the little pumpkin face. I don't know. I I feel like I have to do a little bit more to to be spooky, scary. I like how it came mm -hmm. together though. I, don't know. I love how it came together. I I think more so than anything, it's just hard to like find the fine line between like you said like cute and spooky yeah i mean my company name is pretty sinister so i always pride myself on exactly. still being pretty or cute and creepy i, I like combining things but right. um yeah so i i get a lot of scares in that That's i just that i when i look at it i'm like she's too cute i need to like Cute's not know. bad though, because it, it gives you an advantage because they don't expect you to yeah. be scary. Maybe that's it. Yeah, that's right. And that's then true. when you do get them, it's like, oh, you got me. Or <laughs> everybody in the crowd is laughing at them. Ah! I think it just, that goes back to the entertainment thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, you even entertained me without trying to. Like, I wasn't the target, but, and I'm going to put you on blast for a second, Jim. I love you though, but like, when the pumpkin seeds kept falling off oh your my staff. God. I did, I Jen went through it last season, man, <laughs> trying to perfect the staff, but like the seeds just kept falling just, off. And I was, I was like, I was like, you should just go out there and let them fall off. Yeah. Yep. Cause if people can follow the seeds and then next thing you know, they'll walk right up on you. You turn around, <laughs> you might drop a million people right there without trying. Yeah, like there's a little pumpkin babies. Yeah. yeah. Anything. I mean, it's all about trial and error. 
Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I've made some other staffs since because I got, you know, such good reviews and those hold up a lot better, but right. I'm still going to use that one this year. Cause you're 3D printing now, right? I am. Well, my husband is. Okay. Mike is 3D. Okay. So yeah. He's created a few 3D printed things, um, mostly for our staffs, but I, I'm proficient in sculpting. That's, that's my, I, I'm a great sculptor, I would say. Mm. And I'm like an okay painter, you know? So those are my strong suits. How does 3D printing work? I've always been I don't even know. Like, my husband's got two, three of them now, and I'll be studying, and I just hear the squeeze, 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 squeeze in the next room. <laughs> like, I don't know. I have no idea. But there's a lot of, you know, calibrating, and um, there's this program called uh, Tinkercad or something where you can, like, draw things up. Okay. It would be great to utilize that one day and, like, 3d print some claws because i feel yeah, like the material cool. would be a lot lighter than i use resin right now like i'll sculpt the claws resin is heavy. Uh, my husband will make the yeah. molds and then we'll pour resin which you can make lighter there's a material that you can use but they're so small there's not a lot you can fit in the mold so right. you know but yeah um so that would be cool one day to be able to do that but i like i said i'm a good sculptor but i can't draw like at all yeah, like at all so I, I can't sketch friend, my ideas. Which, yeah, you know, you just, no, you, no, I just you know, until you perfect it, just like a five year. No, they look like <laughs> stick figures, like the worst. <laughs> so when I have inspiration or an idea, I have to like write it down very descriptively. And sometimes I'll look back at my notes and be like, I have no idea what I was trying to do there. And just, I wish I could draw. But yeah, that's right. that's going to be a lot of you know stuff like Tinkercad is really knowing how to draw rather than sculpt. So I don't use AI. Yeah, I mean, no AI. Yeah, it's, okay, <laughs> it's taking over. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, like it. It's crazy because when we all started in the hunt world, I mean, some of these things weren't even a factor. Like you couldn't even use some of these things, like marketing for your own character for your haunted house without a TikTok, an Instagram. You know, all like where is that now? It's crazy where it's yeah. at now. QR codes everywhere. Like I remember when Larry used to have the Scarefest coupons at emos all over the place. Yep. Yeah. The, the three dollars off. The three dollars off. Yeah. And I don't even know if that's a. I mean, I know we still have the coupons, but I don't know if that's even a thing like that. Anymore. You don't see him at Johnny Brock's anymore. No, he no, just has. Don't the, see him at Johnny he just has the discount codes that he sends out in emails. Mm -hmm. Right. So now, right now, it's all you know, email based. But like that just used to be crazy. Like. Remember when he had the the uh thirteen dollar tickets? Oh, that sounds like <laughs> a Monday night. Yeah, yeah. That price has gone up twice, multiple times. Went from like thirteen to fifteen to eighteen to twenty, and is it thirty now? Is it twenty five? It's not twenty five anymore. It probably is. 30 I think. Yeah, last I checked, it was twenty five, but I think it went up again. And then you got the. Straight to the front. Case. That's like sixty dollars straight to the front. Oh yeah, the immediate access. Yeah. Shout out to Titus. How many of those oh, do you have to deal with every night? Like we'll Patty chew them out. Yeah. Let somebody <laughs> in free. Oh my God. God. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened. She said she had a ticket. So <laughs> you ain't scared no, of that's, that's crazy. That's another thing about Q line acting though, is the people that try to tell you that they have a problem because yes. they think you can get them in. I was just like, I can't. Yeah, I can't do I anything. Can't do nothing for you. You know, it ain't my problem. And people would be like, oh, well, because this girl, she came up to me and she was like, I'm Larry's attorney. And I was just like, okay, Congratulations. Call. Right. cool. Like, you guys number? <laughs> right. You can call him. She was like, no, I need, I need to talk to Larry. Is he here? I said, no, he's not here. And she was just like, okay, where is Patty here? I said, yeah, 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 she's here. So I went and got her. And then Patty was just like, know who that is <laughs> next thing i know like 10 minutes later yeah she was trying to get in the hunt for free you know what i'm saying I was like yeah wow. she just just buy the ticket y'all buy the ticket the show's right. worth it yeah it I, is I know it's the worth it we're gonna give you a show before you even get inside yeah <sighs> i'm hopping in your car and you know what's crazy yeah. about the way we act out there we've actually toned it back a lot yeah it's really too many rules. yeah jen it was like right right before you came back like we couldn't man. go to the park a lot no more. Yeah. Probably my fault. We uh, couldn't chase them down the street anymore. Oh man. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I chased some people all the way down to like in the Soulard one night yeah. and I didn't even realize because I had my mask on and I was just 
I looked up and I was on Sydney Street, like all the way down there. And I was like, dang, I got to turn around and walk all the way back through Soulard. Like I didn't just chase a group of teens all the way down through. Like that, we really toned it back a lot. So what was y'all's favorite? What's you guys' favorite hunt season ever so far? If you had to put a year on it. 18. Uh, 18. Definitely 18. 18 was ridiculous. For me, I would say just last year because that was my first year uh, as an icon, and I've always wanted to do that and being out there with you guys. So I would say last year was. And you blended right in too, bro. Yeah. No, Jalen, yeah, you did your thing. Like, And then once Jen gave you the, the shovel and then the, the tool belt, I was like, oh, yeah, that's it. Because that's that's the biggest thing about being out there. My first night outside was horrible. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget it. I went out there. I used to work at Honda. I was a detail guy, and I got off at 6 o'clock, shot downtown, just threw on a pig mask and whatever costume they threw me in. It just wasn't it. They just needed me at something to get me out there. And then when I got out there, I come around the corner. I'm like, I've been waiting on this moment for like eight years, bro. Yeah, you got to work your way up to that. Exactly. I come around the corner. It's like 800 people with cameras out looking at me, waiting on me to do something. (laughs) Man, I was like, I don't think this is for me. Although I still made it through that night, but it was, it was bad. It was, I knew I wasn't going back out there the next night. They ended up putting me back out there the next night and I just started experimenting with costumes and I evolved from like this walking dead kind of zombie but I didn't like being a zombie I didn't like doing the zombie walk it's not I wanted to do something more intimidating like I wanted to do something more just like aggressive almost and so like then it just I became like the pig from one of the Saw movies and like honestly with my size and everything I just feel like that's what works and that's where I'm comfortable you know what icons I appreciate Jeremy for bringing icons to the darkness. Because at first, it was only us section leads who would go outside. And even then, like Jim Kelly, would, he would yell at us. Why are you outside? Why are you outside? Why are you outside? And we're like, well, Gary's outside. And he was technically the, the true icon at the darkness. He was the only one. Yeah, because who, he didn't go inside. Yeah, yeah he, would, like, he would say fresh meat before the first group came in. But he was the true icon of the darkness. Then once Jeremy came, which was the year I left and went to Limp, right? That's when I started noticing that's a real thing, right? Now there's like different groups of icons. You've got the Sliders, which is huge. Shout huge. out to Jenna and Steve. Yeah, Steve, Sammy Taylor, uh, creep my creepy world people, uh, Grace Carroll. Like I can't. I'll be honest. I can't slide. I tried to learn how to do that, and like within three minutes, I was like, "Y'all can have that." Maybe in my twenties, <laughs> I would have gave it a try. Not yeah. in my thirties. Too old. Slide. When I learned, they just said we're just gonna drop to our knees and get up, and then drop and get up. Nope. We're not going forward. Just drop. Did it like four times, and I was just like, "Nah, I don't." I can't it. wait to go to the slider training. It's coming up. I'm it. so going. Are you going? Are I'm you, not you participating. Oh, okay. I'm there for support, <laughs> but I'm not. Watch. No way. I think I think I'm gonna. I'm trying to pull up and cheer on, cheer on from the sideline. Yeah. (laughs) The chainsaw, I'm all about that. I have a blast with that. No props. See, he used a chainsaw and would slide. That's intense. That is a, that's too much. No way. That like, Sammy and I, it's probably one of my favorite memories from being out there is when we used to chainsaw battle. Yeah. And when she told me she was going to be doing travel acting this year, I told her, you know, like, that's, that's great. Happy for you. But like, who am I going to chainsaw battle with now? I'm like, cause Yerdy is not taking another I'm chainsaw. I'm not taking no props, man. I'm like, Jalen might take it, but Jalen might not want to do it. He hasn't been outside yet, so he doesn't know what he wants to do. So like, shoot, it's all on me. And what happens the first night I go out there by myself with it? I run out of gas in front of a thousand people. I was like, come on, man. But like, that's just, that's part of it. But I have a blast out there. Like, whether it's getting Titus and them to help us set up people to scare them outside the haunted house, any of that stuff, man. Like, you live for that. Cause Titus will help us set people up. They're not even supposed to be involved in any of what we got going on. Titus, Willie C, otherwise known as Sweet Willie, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Sweet Willie, man. Like, any of that stuff, man. Man, Jim, I'm curious though. Uh-oh. Since you are the manager, 
Yeah. What is your biggest pet peeve from vets? Pet peeves? From vets yeah. only, though. I, I don't have any pet peeves about vets. I have pet peeves about customers. Because, you know. We, some, we go there, too. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm just asking because, you know, sometimes vets, the really seasoned ones, they'll like, I won't say break rules, but they'll kind of push the envelope a little bit. Well, that kind of goes back to the whole management discussion. Like, how do you become a manager at a haunted house? I know if anyone were to ask me how to become a manager at a haunted house, I would say, show up. Show up. Because I have people approach me every season. They're like, oh, I want to be a a zone lead next season. I want to, you know, I want to do makeup. Great. But those are the same people that aren't even committing to half a season. They're not showing up on time. If you want to manage a haunted house, you have to be there. You have to be there and you have to be there early. And you have to do the things that not everybody wants to do. Like um, Brian Ferguson. You guys know him, yeah. right? Yeah, he first. So he started at Ravens with us. And I, I feel like this happens a lot. And, and I feel like it's almost like people think they just – are supposed to act cocky immediately to gain respect. But I don't want to work with anybody like that. I like the humble people and the kind people. There's room for everybody in this industry. So I don't like it when I first meet somebody and they're just automatically like, I'm too good to like show you my skills or, or, you know, be your friend or collaborate. Like there's room. So I feel like, I I feel, I feel like there's, you know, there's no reason for that. Um, so, you know, he showed up at Ravens having worked at another haunt that kind of acted like that. And I, I don't want to say that I had any part in his growth. I watched him grow and he's really grown to be a great actor and a, and a great human being. Um, but he was showing up early and he was taking out the trash in the makeup room for me and he was doing all those things and being there every single night and being there early. And that's what it takes if you want to do, you know, be the makeup artist, if you want to, run a zone because I can't, I can't work with a zone lead that's not there. Like it's such a scramble to get somebody that is so in tuned with their zone and all of their actors and be there every night. So I'm thankful that we have amazing zone leads right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we might need one this season and uh, whoever me. it is needs to be there every night. Don't look at me. But yeah, everyone that approached me last year about it, like they weren't even, and, and I get it. Like it's tough, like committing to every night, but it's more open like 20 days. You've got a year to plan. Easy and if you really want this to be your thing and you really want to like, you know, move up, that's my biggest piece of advice is show up, show there. up, show up early. Like if you want to see me do makeup and learn from me, I'm doing makeup a couple hours before we open because I'm not doing makeup right before right. we open. So you need Try to be there to watch me. That's I think that's the best piece of advice for real. You you got to be there. Yeah. yeah. If you if you show up, if you show face, that shows to the the season vest and the management, the higher ups, everybody that's there that okay, this person is serious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when I a few years back when Jeremy was running it, he said that he wanted because we all all of us were knocking at the door trying to get outside. He was like he only had one spot. So he said, I want everybody to email me with a character. Come up with a character. Take a couple of days. Don't even do it tonight. Email me with the character. Give me a description. Tell me how this character became that person. You know, really detail it. Tell me Full who he is. What does he look like? Yeah. I don't even remember what I sent him, but I went home and really thought about it. Like the way that driving home that night from the hunt, thinking about it. The next couple of days of school, thinking about it. I emailed him. We ended up not putting anybody out there, but it's just the fact that the ethic was there, the work you ethic. You know what I'm money. saying? Like you gotta, you gotta be there. You gotta be there. You gotta love doing it. And that's what I honestly tell people that about coming outside because people always approach us about coming outside. Every and year you've got a group for me. Yeah. Every year oh, you yeah. approach me and you're like, Hey, I've got these three people. They really want to go outside. Yeah. Yeah. There's always, it's not that but then easy. they're not, not always showing up. Either, like, yeah, you either you got you got to be there, or if you go out there and you see what it is, and you 
figure out that this isn't for you, that's, that's something different. You know, when I was trying to go outside, they were telling me outside is different. Like you think you got it. And I, I don't know. I, I might've had a little bit of cockiness going on at the time, but I was like, man, I don't, I don't care. Like I'll be all right. Just put me, give me a night. Give me a night. That's what I used to say. Give me one night. You'll keep me out there the rest of the year. Give me a night. Nah, man, it's different. It's different. And I thought that was like BS. I thought they just didn't want me out there. And then when I finally got my call to go out there and I went out there, I realized <laughs> they weren't lying to me at all. Like yeah. it was serious, but it's all because it's more work. It's, yeah. It's like it's, there's it's constant back and forth. It's not just yeah. this little six by four room or. This yeah, little you box, you have to no. constantly improvise all night. And you're not getting, and yeah. people are constantly watching you too. So. Constantly watching you. Like, you can't you get flustered at night. Yeah, like what do you tell, you know, you got two people next to you to your left that are terrified of you, but you've already scared them. But you got 13 people to your right who they don't want watch, nothing they, to they do just, with They've just been <laughs> watching like, you. What, what do you do? Because you've already scared these two people. You got two, you know, these 13 to your right that want nothing to do with you. They just want you to walk away. But you got two more in front of you and you got a slew of people behind you right. who are just, tripping off you and they think you don't even realize they're there. You just got to weave through yeah. it and who just you get, boom, 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 You know boom, what I'm boom. saying? Like, it, you, you have to think about all of those things. You won't scare everybody. I don't, I don't scare everybody. Like, sometimes I walk in line and, and photobomb as many people as I can. We bringing back the dance battles, Nick? We can, man. You got. I, mean, I was out there yeah, dancing when I was down. a was out there two-colored dancing. ballerina. I was out there dancing ridiculously because I really don't have any training in ballet. So I mean, one night funny. I went out there and hit the electric slide, and I thought I was about to get roasted, but it worked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you Everybody make them laugh, yeah. like that's if I can't Every scare you, thing. you got to make them laugh. Yeah. I love making people laugh. They're just not expecting it. They're not expecting yeah. no. it at all. They just think it's full aggression, like. A hundred percent of the time, you are trying to scare me. No, not a hundred percent of the time. If I know I got you, yeah, I'm, I'm coming for you. I'm getting <laughs> to scare you for sure. Because my favorite, I love standing up against the wall out there and acting like I'm not doing anything. But I know this lady, a couple hundred feet from me, is looking at me. She's been looking at me for twenty <laughs> minutes. She's just waiting on me to move, and I may move and like act like I'm going her way, and then I go the other way. Don't worry about it. I'll catch you before you go in the door. I'll catch you when you scan your ticket, too. You'll like, never know your next slap move. Slap Boom. Right there. <laughs> like it's all about the timing. All about how to how to read the room. People don't I, don't... I don't think people realize that. Because don't sleep on working inside the hunt, either. Like, that's not... That's not an easy task, either. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We have to work harder, but they have it harder. Because it's so hot. It's so hot. Yeah. It's dark. It's hard to keep up on cues. If it's so yeah. loud in there, you might miss a cue. It's foggy. There's so many animatronics and props. Props some of those, looking at you. <laughs> some of those scare boxes don't don't fit people anymore, and and you know, so no, it's it's real, tight like, fitting, and you gotta be on it. And it's do, all yeah. about so I have a question. Okay. You remember back in the day when every night was cut night? Um, I remember, this is so crazy. I remember when I was at Creepy World and again, I just, I don't think I had it right away. So it was kind of amazing that I did my one little scream and I got to act every night. But at Creepy World, we had people waiting there until we opened and Mike would go out there and say, sorry, we're full every night, every night we would have tons of people. It's not like that anymore. Mm. And as far as like what I understood to be cut is like. They would walk through, and if you didn't have it on your first night, yeah, you yeah. had to go. Now, it's a little bit different now. Like, I'm honestly willing. Like, if you don't hack it the first night, I am more than willing to give you another night because there's so many things you have to get used to. You have to get used to the heat. You have to get used to being in the dark and all the different kinds of customers. Like, find your voice. Yeah, you have to find your voice. Mm -hmm. You have to find your character. Um, so I, I would definitely give it another night, but usually people are more than willing to let me know, Hey, it's you not for it. me and tap out before yeah. I can even walk through the first time that night. And they're like, yeah, I can't do it. So they're more than willing to just kind of, and I will tell you this, like a lot of people will like force their friends into going because they don't want to show up alone, you know? Mm -hmm. And then that friend is there and hating their lives. So I got to say, like, I know I'm not the only one that's like still very, very shy and reserved because 
every time I post about auditions, I'll have vets in my DMs like, hey, I don't need to like audition again, right? Like, I don't want to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. No, I mean, no. Like, but there's a lot of shy people in this industry. But when we get in there and we find our, you know, find our niche or whatever. That's the outlet. We're different. Yeah. I, I prefer friends to work together because they already had chemistry. Together. Yeah, if they're both into it, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Like if the chemistry is there, it's definitely yeah, there. Because you, yeah. you put you put two friends in the same room or in square boxes right next to each other. Yeah. Kobe, I mean, and, Kobe yeah. and Shaq. Yeah, if they know <laughs> each other and they know yeah how to work with each other. Absolutely. That's real. Like, like you said, just people finding finding their their outlet. Some people, I mean, you see it especially at the conventions because there is no, not a lot of acting going on on the floor. You run into a, another haunter from another haunted house and you say hey to them and they may be timid around you. I'm just like, no, like we guest acted together last, like it was all good, but nah, man, I was in full blown costume. Like you didn't see me like this. You didn't see me wearing what I'm normally wearing right now. You know, like that is, that's, that's something serious. Yeah. So. It's me. If it's seven o'clock, it's time. Oh, yeah. But uh, that's just you know, that's just what it like. What comes with it is just there are people that are shy, timid, and then they get in the haunted house and find an outlet and keep going. There's some people that have been at the haunted house that were so good, I didn't want them to leave. But you know, life kicks in, and people have different things they have to do, and they can't do it no more. But uh, you remember Shariah? Man, I miss She was, uh, to be she honest, was hard. She what, was working my, One of my favorite actors I've ever had. I mean, she would kill it every day. I loved Shariah so much. I mean, she yeah. would. Like, I'd be like, I would tell her, I'm like, I would every night. I'd be like, you're fucking amazing. You, you know that, right? I mean, you're so good. She's <laughs> never off. She's always on. She hits that mark every was, time. The timing. Yeah. I mean, she's jumping off of a bungee harness for those out there that don't know. Um, yeah. off of a platform and landing perfectly to where she's not hitting anybody, and she bounces right back and lands perfectly, ever so softly. It's that always perfect. Uh, no, 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 no. no. People don't people don't necessarily yeah. realize that, you know, that is not easy. The timing. No. I miss her, timing. but we, yes. we got rid of that bungee and she's gone. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, no, y'all got rid of the bungee yeah. and she was yeah. like, Yeah, that pissed her off. That's in the yeah, road for me. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be scared for the person in the bungee. I just knew they'll get kicked, everything. Yeah. I mean it takes a special person to be in that, definitely. It takes a special person to do anything in the high industry. Even down to the people that just come to the convention and sell horror t-shirts like these. Like, it takes a special kind of person because yeah. some of the things you hear in the industry, the way people interact with one another, it takes a special kind of person. Damn, like, who, who just loves murder? <laughs> us, us. I mean, people look at the haunt community and think that it that we are just some of the most like psychotic people. They don't get it. They don't get it. Yeah, but I'm I like, mean, nah, we it's a whole family we are, thing. We, it's a family thing. We are good people. Like we don't. They think we're all Satanists. Right. But yeah. Patty invites me to church after Trans World. Like Kip and Ashley, they teach Sunday school and they make blood for a living. Like See, I don't know. Exactly. Like there's all kinds of walks Two sides of life to the story. House. Man, we yeah. just we just love Halloween. That's really what it is. But you can't just love Halloween without somebody thinking that, oh yeah, there's something wrong with you. I mean, yeah. there is something wrong. I mean, it <laughs> is. It's, you know, yeah. Just like it's like any type of fandom, though. Like you yeah. live for this. Like the people in the Star Wars community, they live for that. Yes, Harry Potter community, yeah. they live for that. They're different. Like. We live for this, and we get to be it for a whole month out of the year. We get we get to be the villain in the movie. Yeah. I just need more than a month. That's the only thing. Like, but I need more than a month without themed events. I just want yeah. more I, than a month. Let's yeah. just I, roll it. Let's yes. just go. Yeah, the, I thought the themed events were cheese. Like, I did not want to be involved. But there's just something about when we'd run through and you know all. There's just Christmas lights everywhere in a haunted house. It seems so cheesy, but I do like it. Um, I, I mean, that's just personally, but there you'll come. in other, <laughs> in other countries, like Mike has built haunted houses and, you know, other countries and they keep them open year round because they don't celebrate Halloween. Yeah. 
Right. So, so it's what just do you a year-round attraction out exactly. there? Exactly. So what do you guys think would happen if America did that? Like if if we opened a year-round, do you think we would get the it, patrons? I, I think it'd kill the business completely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just think about it. You have access to it anytime you want to, instead of. This six month. to eight week period. Yeah. yeah. And you come True. yearly because you expect new things. But if it's open all year round, you're like, well, I've seen it. You know, yeah. I'm going to go back for a couple of years. You know, like I, I agree that we, we have the same people come every year, but they're, they're in that vibe. They're in that mood because Halloween and fall and the leaves on the ground and right. pumpkin spice latte and they're just there for it. But oh, year round, yeah, <laughs> delicious. Yeah. I kind of feel like you can't do it 365 days a year. Take it back to give me take like, back to a full month in October every day. Full month in take October and and if we're being nice about it and we want like if we want to do it year round first Friday of every month or like the last Friday of every month. Okay, I mean, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I remember back when I worked at Creepy World, Hell Week was not one week. It was two. two no, yeah. Full Hell weeks. Weeks. It wasn't mm-hmm. just, you know, four days in a row. It was like yeah. the last half of the month. Hell, that's, Hell that's Week That's what I'm saying. Legit. Bring back a full month of October. Like, these new kids, they, they think they got it tough now. I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of them would last doing a full 31 days. No. That full 31 day slate is no joke. And like Jen, I mean, you and I, Jalen too, like we all know, like being a a college student at the same time as trying to juggle the hunt, it ain't easy. I don't know what it takes, man. Not a good idea. (laughs) Getting done with the haunted house at midnight and then you got a three or four page paper due by six o'clock that morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But here I am. I'm still going to Uncle Bill's and everybody. Like, I'm getting to go kick it with the whole crew, have a good time. So I get home about, you know, four, four o'clock. I got two hours to write this paper. Pulled it out. But. It's only a month. It's, it's your whole life for, for only a month. And, and as far as that's the thing about working in the industry full time is, I mean, my husband, he's he's there every day. Right. You know, so you could break out and. Do something there and, right. you know, build haunted attractions. But there's there's not a whole lot of opportunity to do the behind-the-scenes stuff um, year-round. That's that's a very special, sought-after right. thing. And with, like you said, working in the industry full-time with Pretty Sinister, does business, does it kind of come in waves? Does it slow down? Does it peak? Like how... Yeah. Where is it right now? Like, we're a couple months away from the season. Like, yeah. where are you right now? I mean, I do amazing at Transworld, and I'm so thankful that the biggest haunt convention in the world is in my backyard. Right. It's great. So, I do very, very well at Transworld, and then I'll, you know, do very, very well for the, you know, couple months following Transworld, which is in the spring. So, it's definitely right. not in season, but that's when the big industry people are doing the buying so that they can start building and set up. So, right. haunt season does not end for me, ever. Right. Like, I love seeing those Facebook posts, like, so many days till Halloween. For me, like, it's Halloween is Halloween. when it's over for right. us. Like, that's when it's, that's the end. The last day that we're open sometimes. So, yeah, that's what I would say. I mean, for us, it's always Halloween 365 for us, but... Ooh. The cool thing about having this podcast platform now is that now we have something to work toward all year round. We have something that we could like put effort into all year round so that it's not this grueling stretch waiting on the high house to open. Now that's just a part of what we do. We exactly. added something else. You know it can what I'm saying? Be your, like, it can be your full time job because I see right. so many podcasts coming through trade shows. Like I, I have regulars that meet with me at my booth every year at trade shows and interview me and they have shows that they put, you know, up on weekly on YouTube and they seem to do very well Yeah, that they can, you know, afford to go to all these trade shows all year round and make a, make a business out of it. So. Cause people want, people want to get other people's take on the hot world because everybody's like the way they got into it is different. Everybody's thought process is different yeah literally everything is different like we hope to be broadcasting from trans world 
soon. We will be at your booth. No doubt about it. Get some sugar fire. For $20. <laughs> so expensive eating at the trade show. Oh, my oh, God. Always. You got to eat beforehand. Got to eat beforehand. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of... Uh, have you ever been to Halloween Horror Nights? Nope. What? Oh, nah. It's, a, it's a treat. Listen, you definitely should go. I... Larry Jen needs three nights off. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and we're at the flagship haunt, so we're open more than the other haunts. Like, I don't have a day. I don't yeah. have a day. So, like, to go all the way to Florida, I would need more than a day. So, Larry, uh, yeah. October 5th through 7th, Jen won't be there. Mike will be in charge. Yeah, we'll see. She's coming with us. <laughs> you get the phone call at 3 a.m. I mean, you guys invited me last year, and you said you even had room for me. We like, did. We yeah. had room. Like, it I was... was so sad that I couldn't go. But it was there. You need to go once. I mean, that's the thing that I said once. about managing. Like, you got to be there every night. No, no. No, nah, yeah. Once you get in that. I mean, no there could be a wedding at Horror Nights that you could attend. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Our first night back, we were in a wedding. We were literally, I couldn't miss that. So, so, yeah. Yeah, look. You heard that? Y'all were she got a wedding to go to in Orlando. Do you know how much crap I got for missing that? Oh my god! Was that op- that was opening? That was weekend, opening weekend. We were like, "Hey, thanks for hiring us." Um, and that's and that's weird that you that like y'all caught so much for opening weekend because in reality, not from the owners. No, yeah, but yeah. just there's no there's no crowd. Like trash. you be hype all week long for opening night, and then you get there and see ten people. Yeah, and when you go home, you're like, "I'm tired." Dang, I was excited for. I haven't seen nobody coming through the hunt in an hour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I get it though. Like, we, we really have to be there for you guys. Like, that's, that's so important. So, not being there, I totally get it. I'm going out in the blaze of glory this year. Since you're out of retirement again. Don't get hurt this time, (laughs) Gary. You just be retired for 11 months out of the year. This is it. This is it. You're a seasonal employee, man. Just don't say that until it really is. Until really, yeah. (laughs) This is it, John. That's That's what he always says. Like Jordan. When he told us he was coming back, I was like, because I told Yerdy, I tell him like twice every month, yeah, he'll be back. Yeah. He's like, huh. I'm done. I won't be back. I believe you. But see, I had, like, my mind was made up that I was going to come back when I said I was done, but I just wanted to see how long I could drag it out. Yeah. And then you were like, just a couple. You were like, are you sure? And Patty was like, well, you know, Mike, if you just got two nights in you. Two nights turns and then real quick. (laughs) And then I just happened to tell y'all, well, I think like two, three weeks ago or something like that. Uh huh. Patty's like, you turkey. Yeah, man. Because we knew you were coming back. It's hard to stay away. Like, I want a break. And we kind of talked about it two seasons ago. We were like, man, we just want, you know, we want to hand out candy. We want to go to other haunts. Like, I have a few haunts that buy so much of my product. I want to see it in action, you know? It's it's just the music for me because the schedule is hectic. Yeah. Like, last year, I blocked out my calendar to not do no shows. And this year, I don't have any shows in October this year. As of now? Nah, like, the calendar, block, gonna... the calendar blocked out again. Okay. Well, then we'll see you there. So, Jim, what haunts are those that buy from you? Um, Fear on the Farm is okay. one of my biggest. And I think they're in West Virginia. West Virginia. Um, okay. But also, 13th Gate buys a lot from me. Like, you, these are like... Big industry no, people. These are, so they, yeah. they come to my booth with like their representatives, you know, like it's so legit. And then like sometimes you'll see the owner and I totally fangirl. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about some of the owners of the haunts before we started this, um, today. And like I really fangirl over the 13th gate because they will come. They'll just buy me out. You know, they'll just buy all my prosthetics and be like, Hey, I need like four more of those as soon as you get home, make them up and, and ship them out to me. So like. That's where I want to go to yeah, see, buddy. you know, my product. I, I see my product in action because I'm, you know, put it on you guys too. But, right. you know, to have people buy from me, like I want to go and see what they do with my stuff. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, man. Tonight, tonight was a, it was a good conversation. We got to know a little bit more about you, Jen, how you got to start. Yeah. 
How you met my son-in-law, uh, Mr. Killian. <laughs> but we seriously appreciate yeah. you for doing yeah. this. I, yeah. Thank you so much. I mean, it's thank like an honor on. literally having you on here. Oh, right it's now, an honor so. being here, you guys. Thank you to me. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Once again, guys, I am Yerdy G. This is Nick White, Jalen, and our special lovely guest, Jen. Pretty sinister in the house, and we out. Don't forget, stay toxic. Arr.